You're listening to the Catalyst Church of Carrollton podcast. We hope this message speaks to you and encourages you. You can find more messages by searching Catalyst Church of Carrollton on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Learn more at IamCatalyst.net. Jesus immediately, immediately, 
immediately, he didn't let you fight 10 years, he didn't let him sink and drown, he immediately grabbed him, reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? You got a lot to learn, Peter. I'm not done with you yet. And when I'm done with you, you're, the, the man you are is going to be what your name means, which means Peter Rock. Why was church people so make you follow from your mind, your emotions, your financial situation, the parent you are, the student you are, the athlete you are, people make you follow. It's not just Peter, it's every one of us who want to ask somebody right now and say, You want to walk on water? And I'm going to wake you up a Lord, right now, speak out of the this place. Build people and build faith in this place. Because we're stepping out of love. Speak, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's proceed to ask somebody to say, walk on the wall of life. Immediately after this, 
When he did, he took his disciples ahead. He said, he said, don't need to go to the other side. He sent everybody else around him home. Thousands of people, he sent them home. He stepped back. Can you say that with me? Say, step back. Step back. Even Jesus, the way he handled so much responsibility and influence and, and so much people drained him of his people drained, people drained you. Even extroverts, they've been only teaching for so long, you're going to get tired. Jesus stepped back. He took everybody away, he stepped away. See, investing in everybody else and not yourself is not honorable, it's not healthy, it is a defect, it is dysfunctional, and it will destroy your peace, and one day you'll be the last dominant part. Jesus stepped back. He sent everybody away in this moment. And he stepped back and said, you need to step back. You need to send some people home and you need to go home. You need that sometimes. You need that. I'm learning different things in the morning. I thought I had this stuff down, and then I found out, no, I don't. I'm close. You've got to turn the switch off. You've got to turn the switch off. You've got to get off your phone. Stop scrolling. You can't even take a dump and watch Netflix without getting on the episode. Don't just watch on my That is not healthy. You need to stop. And when I say that to me, she says it to me, it's a turn of life. But you know what? The one that said it is right. Say it when it's a step back. Yeah. A lot of my job is my phone, but if I can't turn the switch off and step back and disconnect from it, there is no recharge. The Bible says six days, six days, minutes shall labor, right? On the seventh rest, and it teaches in harvest and plowing season, young people, if you're working three jobs trying to build your marriage and family, you still got to sit down and rest. Because when you actually build some money, you ain't going to have a marriage or family because they ain't going to know you. And when you're in plow, when you're in a, when you're in a harvest season, man, this church is growing right now. It's awesome. I have learned from my brothers that if I'm not careful, I'll push a little farther. I'll be a little, and before I know it, you've got a ton of people and I'm exhausted. You've got to stand up. Step back. Step back. Tell somebody to step back. You can't get even therapists for your friends and family members that don't that that, that, that don't manage their lives so they call you and things get messed up. Talking about either blaming and lying or just all about it. That will catch up to your life. It will catch up to your marriage. It will catch up to your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kids. You'll end up doing that one day. Say it with you with everything you got. Say step back. Step back. You ain't never going to get to walk, get to a boat if you don't step back. Step back. And I want you to see this. In America, we're looking for the big vacation. We're looking for going on trips all summer. I'm just going to get away from y'all. It is not this big bomb we're charging. It's not this major vacation. It's not even, yes, the Bible's maybe nice for a couple of months. I'm not there yet. Don't want to be there yet. Maybe one day. It's not that you need to go on a vacation from life and family. It's all investment. Jesus took this moment. He just took a moment to say, y'all go there. Everybody else leave me alone. And he took a small investment. And I'm learning this season uh, of my life that Tuesdays, we just started a few weeks back. It recharges me. Tuesdays, baby girl will come over. Yeah, we're together. We watch a movie together. I can pretty much promise you I ain't doing no counseling or no meetings on Tuesday evenings. Probably ever. But for now. We have a good time. I told Angie we got on the bed the last year. I said, my man, that just filled my tank. Step back. 
My phone is up. If somebody dies, I'll find out later on tomorrow. I love you, but I've got to fill my tank. And in small investments, man, with small investments, lunch with Bonner, weeks on Tuesdays, we tried to at least every other week not to sit down together, but go to lunch together. Me and Bonner got so busy the last year and a half building the church. That we didn't get to enjoy. You know what? Build our relationship with all of our marriages, mama. Yes, just just all the time. So we went to Evergreen this Tuesday, and I don't know where we've been. I think we're still at a couple of stuff because I can't get fat on all this property stuff in here. Events. I go to like, y'all see on my social media. I throw down with Gary. When you I throw down with I go broke and we go straight hard get broke taking Gary to full sporting events. People been saying, I wish I could go to events like you. You do it. You know, yeah, I love it. We eat I save all my calories. I work all week, so I don't eat much, and I save all the weight for the weekend. And the weight stops all the whatever we do. It is a small investment. It is sitting on the couch. I'm gonna tell you. So, a couple weeks ago, I did a funeral on Friday. Just so you know, Friday is usually my day off. If I had, I'd be a good golfer. It's not here. Me and Andrew, our first six year old, one of those techniques, so it's wonderful because I love the family and I paid it for it. And we just decided we need more funeral clothes and I didn't feel too much. As much as you can get out of the funeral, we had to make it. We just decided we'd go to the grocery shopping and we said, okay, I've done that years because the grocery shopping trip for me takes a lot. I know it. Even in three years, I'm looking at my toilet. What we did is about eight, I guess about eight o'clock, something like that. We just went and we had to, we had to, we got the most groceries for the last money and we sat with all the stuff. And we need to go grocery shopping together. And she said, you know, that's what we're talking about. Look at that, I got something to say. So I love my wife. She's my best friend. Just wake up, take her up, do that. I love her. It recharges my tank. Sometimes I'm like, hey, you can sit down. We can watch an Netflix show together. I need you to speak my language right now. Tell somebody to step back. It's the old friends. There's old friends. These two jokers on the camera right now, they might make their like this in my wedding. We were friends in middle school. I got new friends. Mark Avery and Tim Buckhannon. God, it's the friends that God's put in my life. It's the small moments. And if you don't step back from the blessings, not to set boundaries with the toxic stuff and the stuff you need to change, but if you don't learn to manage the good things, you will never walk on water. You will sink every time. Say that with me. Say step back. Step back. Say this when we say focus up. On a walk on water period, you gotta focus up. I didn't say look up. I didn't say glance up. Focus up. Jesus stepped back, and then what he did is he went to the hill and he prayed, and it actually says that nighttime fell on him. So this wasn't a three to five minute uh, pray before a check a box, pray before dinner. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't just, oh, let me pray with you before bedtime and you go to school. Uh, let me just pray over my day and why let me just get at this interview. No, this was quality, intimate, intentional time with his father. We don't preach about this stuff. We've never been enough in the church. And honestly, I've been here for years. 
It's one of those things you've got to have to say, focus up. Focus up. Jesus said that. He focused up. The Bible says, fix your eyes on things above. It doesn't say just look. It doesn't say just like a weird thing. check, make sure everything is good and go. It says, fix your eyes. It says, the scripture teaches, fix your eyes on Jesus. The author and perfecter, the finisher, it translates in the Greek, champion of your faith. The same word they used to describe Hercules back then. It says, we fix our eyes on him, not your bank account, not what you got going on, not how bad your job sucks, your ex ain't doing your job as a parent, not everything that is weighing you down. Fix your eyes on him. Not just come to church and get encouraged, and by the end of the week, you're empty because you didn't manage your life, and everybody who plays in your insecurities are letting them, and you got good things, you can't even enjoy your kids. Fix your eyes in good and bad seasons. Focus up. Say it with me. Say focus up. Focus up. The way you do a relationship with God is the way you build a relationship with anybody. There is no substitute for time. I can tell you straight up the way people are like, man, you have such a great family and a great relationship with your kids. Yeah, I spent a lot of time doing it. Quality time. Marriage counseling. You know what? Most, when I say most, I mean almost all marriage counseling is for me. Every situation. Old couple, young couple, new couple, broken couple. I don't know. It's all about this. I have to show you. Read it. Help them understand how to reinvest and reconnect. After kids, before, after the kids are grown, before kids, they're in tough seats, they've got to rebuild trust, they've got some trauma. It's always some sort. Like I tell baby girl now, she's going to school for counseling. I'm like, when you really look at it, everybody's problems are the same. It's got to learn to reconnect. Most of the time, that will do it. And it's the same with God. It's the same with God. You've got to understand there's always be something that stands in the way of something to do. There's always going to be. You're never going to have enough money to start building your marriage. You're never going to have enough time to do anything. But at some point, you've got to begin to focus up. It's the same with God. When I'm at my best, when I'm at my best, I am seeking God's presence intentionally on the way. I get up in the morning, I'm not before I even think about everything I have to do, which by the way is a lie. I have a beautiful life, a beautiful life, a beautiful, big, growing family, a beautiful, big, growing church family. It's a lot to manage. And the Bible says, to do much is given, much is required. You better listen to me right now. If you don't step back and focus up, it doesn't matter what it gives you, you won't do anything. Or you do something like it and it doesn't work. When I'm at my best, I'm seeking it. I'm on point. But when I'm not, when I'm busy, I get busy feeding everybody else and not myself. I get up early in the morning because I got a lot to do, and I'm working on the sermon. I'm working on meeting attendance and, and, and which, which conflict resolution. And, and I'm in my head. Creativity is a big thing for me. I'm trying to get ideas and manage an office and everything. And before I know it, I'm handling things poorly. I'm handling things not quickly enough or too quickly. I'm racing. My mind's racing. I'm, before I know it, I'm going to say some stuff I can't even say because the older I get, whether I'm right or wrong, it's coming out. It's the same thing. I didn't say a lot about God. 
I'm not talking about watching a bunch of YouTube sermons and listening to me all day. That's good. I'm not talking about worship songs all the time. I'm not talking about intense Bible studies, learning a lot of information about God. I did that. I love that. I love the Bible, but I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about information. I'm talking about transformation, which comes from Him. He wants to invest in you. He wants to pour into you. He wants you to be his. It's just like telling your spouse and your husband and your daddy that you, you were so hungry for time. Or you had a great daddy you got time. How did you get time? You made time. Your daddy made time for you. And on this end of the relationship, Father's saying, hey, I got you. You want some. You don't make time. Make time in space. Because I'm going to tell you, I have been in situations in my life where he never fatigues himself. You don't know what you're about. You don't know if you got more methods to clean up than you should have. You don't have methods to clean up regardless. But we got more. It sneaks up on you. Little fatigue sneaks up on you. And when I'm seeking his presence, man, when I'm focused first on filling my cup and getting what I need from him, not what I got to do for everybody else, that's when I'm on my game. When I don't, I end up having to tell you funny stories, but they're not just funny, they're for real. I had moments where I had to get up. I'm my mind, I can't shut my mind down to sleep because I got so much on my plate to fill to interpret. And guess what? I spent my time with that instead of him. I've been up in my birthday suit in the bathroom closet at 4 o'clock in the morning and just on my knees, didn't even think. Saying, God, I need to. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. And it wasn't easy. I was trying, but I wasn't focused on it. At moments where I literally shut the door in my office over there and I just laid on my bed and said, God, I need you. I, 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 you end up doing something that you embarrass yourself. You end up, you should have done better and you should have seen it more clearly because I'm going to tell you, you're discerning. When you're discerning stuff, it's broken and you're tired of being sick of this person. At moments I'm on my bed, it's not afraid to tell you about it. I've had moments where this prayer room opening, you know that open 70s couch that is the most glorious couch ever. That yellow, that is, that those couches, man, I, I promise you, there has been months of time there was boogers on that thing. My recipe for putting those crowns up, so my God, I can't do it. You got to step back and you got to focus up. You got to step back and you got to focus up. So that means say, step back, focus up. It may feel schizophrenic sometimes. Especially for all of you that you love Jesus, but you don't hear this like I, I preach this a lot because I didn't even find Jesus. I went to Bible college and seminary years after I found Jesus. I found Jesus' presence long before I found him in the world. And so it may feel like, man, just sitting there, that's boring. But that's, the Bible says in his presence there is fullness of joy. And if you will make a habit out of it, if you will start sitting on it, you got to get up early and during the season you need to stay up later and send your spouse and kids to bed. And you just spend some time consistently. The Bible promises this. It says, if you will join me in God, you will join me in me. And it says in Jeremiah, if you will seek me with all your heart, you will find me. But you got to make space for it. You got to make space. And if you don't, you can do a lot of good. God can bless you. You can love God, but you will get a miss. You will miss God. You know we don't want to talk about but you will miss Him. I've done it. I've, I've done this. I'm here. Second, so step back. Yeah. Focus up. Get some clarity before you step out. I want us to all make a confession right now. I'm up here, check, 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 check
coaches not to do his way, not to people please and to brown nose the coaches. No, no. He stepped out and he was going towards Jesus that was good. And you need to get some clarity. And you know what clarity is? Jesus is clarity. I'm just going to make it simple for you. Jesus is clarity. The Bible says he is the image of the invisible God. He is it. Check your heart, Kevin. If you will really check out your heart, look at the time that you've stepped out and you've been up, messed up, disappointed, so far. Check your heart. Why? Be honest. Show me why. You will get the answers of why you can't get disappointed and why you can't get to these moments that your friends are giving while you're celebrating everybody else's victory, while you're saving single, whatever it is in your life, whatever, why you keep taking that. Listen to me. Look at the why. And you will see why you keep uh, you keep giving second and third and tenth chances to bad boyfriends. They have shown me your red flags, and you won't believe them because you don't believe your value in Jesus and you're stepping out for them. But you're going to sink every time. Every time. They've shown you who they are, they've shown you where they are, they've shown you they're broken and continue to do the same stuff. Family members and friends, you keep stepping out for family members and friends and that, that you're easily swayed by them and bad ideas that promise quick returns. There are no quick fixes, there are no quick returns, there is the process. And if you want the promise of God, before you get that moment where Jesus is saying, Come on, you gotta handle some business back here. And I'm gonna tell you, you need to step back, focus up, get some clarity in your life. And this point is not on your notes, it should go without saying. I ain't put on your notes, but I want you to write it down. I've been loving seeing everybody taking notes. If you want this, you better take initiative, write it down, don't forget it. It's not on the outline, it's not on your notes. Say this with me, say, step out. Step out. Step out. There are some things in your life that Jesus, you know that you are some, you know the moves you should be making. You know the moves that you won't make. You know it. You know Jesus has been calling you out a long time and you won't move. And I'm going to tell you, you miss out in the book. You miss out. The word is in the Bible is very simple. We make these big textbooks about it and sorts of things missing the mark, missing out. The word, the very meaning of sin is stay in the book. It's stay in the book. And there are moves that you're not willing to make. You're not willing to make, and I want to ask you this question. What's keeping you in the boat? Because not swinging and playing it safe in your life is sin, and you will miss out. And there are some things in your life you are not so that you are holding back from God and everybody else, and you, you will miss out on the boat. Here's the thing, they forget, they can I'm going to battle that without chasing Jesus. They could have had a boat. It wasn't a slavery that boat, really. Not for you until you're out there on the water floating. What is keeping you in the boat? Are 
experiencing hurt again. You're never going to be hurt again. I'm never going to be hurt again. So you passed on some really good people. But you won't ask around. You said, oh, listen, step out. What's the 
I don't know what it is. You need to break up. You need to break up a relationship. You need to quit a job, apply for another job. You need to get some degrees for your family. And you need to stop. You need to actually be there and be present. You need to quit your third job. I don't know what it is in your life. You know, I don't even have to tell you. What I'm worried about preaching that brings up my preaching. I don't need to tell you what you need to do. You already need to do. You already know. I just need to preach the hope and the faith and the faith to step out. Because when it's Jesus, that's it. What you need to bring with you. You know Jesus is calling you out. Some of you have been living through this. Your life, not just, I just made application for parts of your life, but your entire life. When Jesus is calling, he's calling, come on, come on, Peter, come on, Adolescent. At some point, you've got to be just like Peter, the Lord will decide. Miracles happen here. You will not live, you will not find Jesus at the heart. You will find him in the trees and in the sun. The best that is yet to come, the best what your eye has seen, your ears heard, your mind has imagined, your body is prepared for those who love him, it doesn't happen when it happens in our field. Marriages get healed. from your passions. Captain here. Growing up, I remember just praying this prayer and I prayed this scripture. I get uh, it's a promise from God. It's for you. I'm saying that right here. That for your former change, you will have double honor. And for your former disgrace, you will have double the land and you will rejoice in your inheritance and everlasting joy will be yours. It happens here, not there. You come to church for 50 years, but you still live in the boat. You're going through some things, you're living in your head, you got anxiety. The Bible says the suffering, the sufferings of this present time that are not worthy to be compared to the glory that is to be revealed in us. That glory that is not worth comparing to the evil and the insecurity and the anxiety that you're living through, it, that glory is here. You do not find Jesus there. You can love him. That's all I'm good. So I'm preaching Baptist, so I love Baptist. And then the salvation's in story. You better step out the boat. Because that's where you find it. And when it's Jesus, and you're holding on, you go crazy and stop. Here. You can say that right now. Say, here. Say, I'm stepping out. 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 I'm not playing it safe. I'm not going to keep. I'm not going to keep working. My, I'm going to tell you. You got to sell your house and downsize and get out of debt. I'm telling you, having a small house and not keeping up with everybody if that gives you one step out. I thought you would walk on water. It happens on the water in the boat. We have a talk on purpose. We read about history, we know about church history. I love it. But Peter stepped out, and when he stepped out, we said, he's going to tell us what's going on. I don't care about your disabilities. Apply for the job. I got them. You say you're not going to put your own 
Thanks for listening. We'd love to know your story. Let us know how this message impacts your life. You can message us at info at imcatalyst.net. We're here for you and we are for you. If you have a prayer request, you can message us at prayer at imcatalyst.net. To keep up with what's going on at Catalyst Church in Carrollton, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Jesus cares about you, we care about you, and we hope you join us again on the Catalyst Church of Carrollton podcast.